Blog Talk Radio. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> Bye-bye. Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. Underhanded, unscrupulous, and unexpected. It's time for another summer of Big Brother. South of Atlanta, it's the troubadour of talk and the toxic shock jock of block talk. I am Sam, and I am your host of the BB After Show, season 20. That's right, guys. It's been a long road, but here we are. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in all the time and listening. It makes me feel real good and warm inside. I know some of you guys are dealing with preseason, being cut off from your favorite reality show ever. You don't even call it a reality show, reality game show. Favorite reality game show ever. Is that fair? Preseason, I love preseason. I do. I, I, I love preseason until, like, about the second quarter. And then it gets extremely boring. I'm a fantasy football player guy. I love playing fantasy football. It's it's one of my passions outside of Big Brother. But i got to be honest, it's fun to see some of these guys play, but preseason's a lot like that nudie text that you're going to get from somebody. Ladies, you know that handsome, strapping male with the – or female, whatever you – you know, hey, we don't judge. It's 2018, right? But, you know, that beautiful person that you meet, exchange phone numbers, you flirt a little bit, feels good. Guys, you know. And then comes that sexy – text pic that you think is just going to drive you crazy and the anticipation builds up and you're so excited you're going to see flesh, you're going to see these incredible bodies that you're attracted to, and you get a picture and it's of their kneecap or their feet. Just relaxing out on the front porch and it's their feet. That's preseason. You know, you're excited, you're waiting for that moment. You're getting all jazzed up and tingly. You feel the tingles inside. Things that remind you of being in love for the first time and kissing first time in the, well, for me, sophomore of college. Some of you were kissed for the first time much younger than that, you know. And then that let down of, I got a one quarter of football play that was really decent to watch, and the rest of it I don't even know who these jokers are. 
That's preseason. And not only is it like that, but it interrupts your big brother enjoyment. So many of you on Twitter are upset over big brother being blocked by your local preseason football game. They could literally just show half. They should just do first, second quarter, and then just, okay, blow the whistle, take the balls inside, we're done. Because it really is lackluster after that point. But we still got some great action this week. And despite the fact that preseason has cut into your show, we still had a week to talk about that's going to be pretty phenomenal, considering that we've had three weeks that were pretty phenomenal. And if you want to catch up on all that phenomenality, is that a word? If you want to catch up with all that phenomenality, please look into our sponsor, Morty's, www.mortystv slash bb slash dot com. Those are forward slashes. Unless you're on the right side, then they're backward slashes. And if you're on the left, they're forward. I'll let you ponder that. But there are sponsors. That's a place to go always, guys, for all your reality stuff. And I'm not saying it just because they help us out here and promote and all that. They do an awesome job for us. As you know, our buddy Fusky, who is the guest social media guy for Morty, works pretty closely with us. We consider him a friend of the show, obviously. Uh, always been kind to us. Everybody that works over there, everybody that has anything to do with Morty's, they're, they're top of the, top-notch A-plus people. And they're looking for folks like you who love Big Brother, who would tune into a podcast or a, a blog talk cast like this. They're looking for people like you. They want people like you sitting there. Yep, you, pointing directly through the screen here. They want you to help them keep up with what's going on. They need people to blog. They need people to get in there and just be active. They have a lot of contests with people who are big fans of Big Brother. But it's also just a really cool place just to kind of go and just enjoy other people's company who are into Big Brother like you. you know, so it's a, you'd think it's a big community. It's not. I think there's a lot of closet Big Brother people. That's what I think. I think there's a ton of closet Big Brother people, and you just have to, like, know the right things to say, maybe the right catchphrases, you know. You might say something like, <laughs> now I guess I'm head of the household, you know, and just kind of a pass, you know, and you just hope that one friend catches your eye and is like, yeah, I know, I watch. But there is a community, and you can talk with anybody about anything that you're observing on the show. You can catch up. They have this one thing, uh, spoilers at a glance, I love. You can kind of go in there. It's a nice place to kind of catch up and see where the week's gone because there's so much that goes on with the spoilers and the cameras and the feeds, and a lot of people just don't have time. I, I personally, I know I host, I host the show, and I get a lot of crap from you guys for it, but it's really hard for me to watch feeds. I really rely on a lot of you guys to put things together. Of course, I go and I read spoilers from Morty's and stuff like that to kind of help things, and sometimes I do watch feeds. I, I do, but it's it's been tough to, to try to find that time to just be there and always watch, especially, you know, working during the day. Um, so it's just not as easy, but a place like Morty's, you can go on there, you can kind of get your spoilers at a glance, you can kind of talk to people and get their opinions on things and kind of form a group to talk with, and it's a lot of fun. It is the place to go if you like Survivor, if you like any of those shows, Amazing Race, they've got sites for all of those. I mean, it is the original place um, to go for reality talk and a reality show talk. It's it's a pretty cool little site. So please join them. Please go see them. It would be a big favor to me. Let them know I sent you. 
Um, but of course, what you're here for is not for me to just talk about how great Morty's is, because you already know, or you're going to go after this show and check it out anyway. But what you're talking to me about, and what I'm talking to you about, is this week with Angela's HOH. Now, we saw a week before, which was Bailey's week, and we talked a lot about Bailey's week, and we talked a lot about a couple of things that came to fruition this week, which was we saw kind of a formation after Angela won of a Final Four, which we talked about last week. The Final Four just has to happen. And that's going to be really interesting this week because I think the Final Four that was forged is going to take some major damage. That's going to change everything as this game goes further. And we're going to talk about next week as we get along because I like to kind of talk about what we've been going through together, watching this show, and what we think is going to happen going further in the week following. So why this show kind of comes out a little bit differently. We also always do this show on Thursday nights, 11 p.m. Eastern. I couldn't tell you what time that is in Hawaii. I'm sure it's like 5 a.m. over there, but we got people tuned in over there. We have people all over the world that love Big Brother that tune in, and it's only on Thursday nights, um, mainly because, you know, we get to the eviction. You guys have the feeds. You have spoiler sites. You have all this stuff. We used to do shows on Sundays, and what we what we really figured out was it was so pointless because by the time you're watching the episode on Sunday, in reality – you know, you're probably two days behind. On Thursday, we're all caught up. We're all on the same page. Nobody knows more than anybody else, other than some of the spoiler stuff that you guys have seen or the feeds. But for the most part, we're all on the same page at this point. We know the new HOH is. We all found out at the same time. It's just Thursdays make a lot of sense. And Angela's HOH last Thursday was one that was really, really interesting to me because we kind of knew what Angela was thinking. And at that time, Angela forges that final four, and that ends up being Brett, Tyler, Angela, and Casey. Now, you may ask yourself, why is Casey involved? That is a great question. Why is Casey involved? Because, really, this is just a stripped-down version of of the level six. I mean, let's be honest here. There's nothing that's really surprising here. Surprise, Rachel and Winston are gone. Well, there you go. Congratulations on your level four. Wasn't that hard to do the math. But Angela's target all the way from last week, you just kind of felt it in your bones, was Bailey. And we see this HOH become a little bit of an exposure for Angela and her personality. Now, we saw our goodbye message to Bailey. And I'll say this. For all the things that we're going to say about Bailey, she did look stunning tonight. She looked beautiful. And as we talk about things that happened with the hacker comp, and I'm going to say it again, I appreciate the way that she kind of treated Haley. But Bailey had a really, really bad week. But I think Bailey's had a really bad two weeks. Her HOH was awful. It demanded loyalty from people. It was all about her. It was not about giving anything back to anybody else. It was about what she is owed and not what anybody else is owed. She wanted loyalty, but she really didn't swear anything to anyone else. I mean, she demanded it. We're going to go over a couple of things that she said this this last past week 
that made it really feel like Bailey was just really not prepared to manage the jury, number one, and to manage her, her game going forward. HOH is a place where you can gain power. I tell you guys all the time, and some of you disagree with me, but HOH is not a place for always getting revenge and always getting people cut and, and always getting rid of people. It's also a place to sit and wait for offers to come to see if you can further the game as you go, as you go down the road. So you get into jury. These numbers shrink, you know, and Bailey wasn't able to do that. Angela really didn't work on that herself because we see her having horrible efforts on jury management. And, you know, she said goodbye messages were very, very nice to Bailey. But the truth of the matter is, is that Angela deep down has not been the nicest person. Now, she's been very quiet through the season, and we saw her really get heavy at the beginning of the season, right? We saw her really go after it. We saw her in the first comp. That was kind of a big deal. But we kind of saw her disappear into the background. Level 6 kind of took over. We even kind of called her a lamer for a little while because there wasn't anything going on. Well, now we see how she is. When Rachel was leaving, we see her say some pretty bad, hateful things about Rachel. I mean, really mean things about Rachel that I think were very unfair for the fact that I don't know that Rachel really knew what the hell she was talking about. And although Angela saw through that lie with Tyler and people using uh, are using the POV to put Angela up and on the back door, and congratulations to Angela for seeing through it, but we saw kind of a mean Angela come out at that point. She got very bold about some of the things that she was saying about Rachel. But now we see her in an HO, HO, HOH position. It's not a surprise that Bailey ruined her game. I mean, we saw it. And the revealing of the app didn't help Bailey at all. And the one thing that I think Bailey really set herself up on is by telling Angela to her face that, well, the app isn't really – I have to use it before noms. Angela's like, really? Tell me more. Tell me more of your secrets. We're friends. Tell me more. What a mistake by Bailey, because I think if Bailey would have been able to say, and I know that Bailey thought she could trust Angela. I don't know where she really, truly got that she could trust Angela. I don't know really where she got that from. I mean, this is a side of the house that hasn't really even figured out that there's been a major alliance. I mean, despite obvious clues. And at this point in the game, if you can't figure out that Tyler's been flipping votes, you're out of your mind. It has to be figured out at some point. I mean, we're talking about this. This has to happen. But with Bailey revealing that, Angela knows that she can backdoor her because she knew she had a power. She just didn't know when the power could be. She didn't know anything about the details of the power. And we said this last year. If you remember um, when we saw, um, oh, gosh, Cody's girlfriend, Jessica, we saw Jessica get a power, and Jessica kept it very secret. I mean, she she revealed some of it, but not all of it. A lot of people were upset about that, and I think that was a very, very good gameplay. I would have liked to have seen Bailey do that a little bit here. I can use this power at any time. I can use it right up to the boat. I can do this. I can do that. Bailey very much could still be sitting in that house had she played that role with Angela. Bailey trusted the wrong people and 
disliked everyone. So why would you trust Angela if you dislike everyone and everybody's getting on your nerves? That's just bad, bad, bad gameplay on Bailey's part. I'm not saying that Bailey deserved to stay, but I am saying that if Bailey had just simply let Angela believe what she needed to have her believe with this app, Bailey is probably still sitting in this house. And, you know, POV still plays out, rock stars, maybe Scotty goes home. She had to keep Scotty safe in that POV, though, but guess who was going to win it? I mean, I don't know why Angela had to hold on to that POV, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, because it still is the same outcome. I don't, you know, you kind of see this situation with her where you kind of find out, you know, that was unnecessary. But with Bailey giving her that information, Angela had something in her pocket knowing that she could actually backdoor Bailey and get her out. I just don't understand that reveal. I think Bailey made herself an easy nomination. She made herself an easy way to go home. But Angela is a gamer. She holds those nominations for the hacker comp. I think Angela, with you guys, I agree. I think she's catty. I think she's she's a little rude. But to her credit, I mean, we're going to see it again. And I don't know. I would love to know, and I'll put a poll out, what you guys think about this hacker comp. Because... It's fun for a minute. If we're going to see this every week or we're going to see this for a couple of weeks, especially as we go into jury, I don't think that this hacker competition needs to be done as much as they're going to try to do it. You know, there's a habit with Big Brother. Anything worth doing is worth overdoing. We saw it with Battle of the Block. That about drove us nuts. You know, there's no way that this comes back and then we see it the following season and it just – they finally got the hint. But – you know, it's kind of like this hacker comp. We're in the jury. There is no reason to throw hacker comps out there. And I've got to think that the only reason that we're throwing hacker comps out here is because production realizes, and I know I'm throwing a conspiracy out there, but I do think production realizes we've got a problem with an imbalance in the house. How can we make it balance back? Now, what they're probably going to end up regretting is giving this hacker an opportunity this week and probably messing up Haley's nominations. And probably someone went in POV, we're going to talk about next week. But, you know, it's just once the POV is played, if the right person gets it, it null and voids, you know, really what the hacker's trying to do. So it's a kind of a comp that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, it changes things, but POV is still available, and level six, you know, still has some people playing with them, and JC's kind of in that gray area leaning towards the level six, and Sam can say what she wants, but Sam tends to have very close relationships she feels to Tyler at times. Well, let's just put it out there. Sam thinks she has a close relationship with almost everybody. But that's not always true, because I think Sam has said a couple of things to let herself and others know, or remind herself and let others know, that maybe she doesn't feel like they like her or they need her they just kind of come to her when it's time to vote. And I told you guys early on that level six was going to have to start making moves towards Sam. They were going to have to start bringing her in, especially when Winston got home, uh, went home. There were going to be things that level six was going to have to do to kind of sure Sam up. I think they're going to end up regretting not shoring her up. But for now, Sam seems to do what the house wants her to do, and that is level six. But Angela got hijacked. Her HOH got hacked, and 
I don't blame her a little bit for being crappy towards that situation. But they're going to balance it out, or try to balance it out, this week with another hacker comp. By the end of the day, as I told you guys, this season is not about jury management. There's been some discussion what the jury will look like. I think we're going to have a very bitter jury. I think we're going to have a very bitter jury. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be upset. There are going to be a lot of people that feel like things are unfair. Count Rockstar in that column. I could see Brett being a little bit miffed. I could see... I, you know what? I, I could see a couple of these guys being a little miffed that they go home. Or not go home, but go to jury. So I think it will be a very bitter, comp- a very bitter jury. And on the front with Sam, I mean, we see this hacker comp come out. And we see Sam offer to take this hacker comp and take it to take the sacrifice load the house on her back just y'all throw it i'll win it and then i just won't use it and i'll cancel my own vote how moderate how incre- incredibly brave of Sam to do that. I mean, I'm at a loss of words of how amazing that offer really was because it was the dumbest offer she could have ever made to anybody. You're looking at people who are nominated on the block. They have been nominated to go home, and you're telling them, I'm going to win this. Y'all just throw it to me. I know know y'all might go home. I know you guys might go home, but that's okay. Because I will hold it and prevent anybody from using it. And then you guys will still be on the block. And I'll take that burden. I'll be that gracious to take that for you. I don't know what Sam thinks sometimes. I really don't get what she thinks. We saw an HO. I mean, she's very, very erratic. We get an HOH where we want to be cold and and, and calculate it towards people, and now I don't want to discuss nominations. I already know who I'm putting up, and yada, 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 yada. Then we want a happy-go-lucky, everybody's good, let's have a peaceful commune, everybody deserves to be, you know, in this magic place, and let's all get along and everybody love each other. Let's don't fight, children. But on one end of it, She's completely lost in what this game is all about and what's going on. It's almost like if you take Jordan and you kind of give her a job that's, you know, a rough, tough job, kind of give her an edge, you kind of have Sam a little bit. I just don't know what Sam is thinking. The worst thing for it, for, for the nominees, the worst thing for anybody to do is to give it up and just let Sam have it. And she just doesn't think. Now, I do think she did it out of sincerity. I think that she did do it to be kind and think that she was resolved. This argument of bitter batter that's going on in the house, the truth of the matter is it made her look power-hungry to a lot of the players especially nominees, because as we see, Angela goes ahead and nominates 
Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got. You know, you're doing this thing, and then the computer kind of whacks out on you. And then you try to try to get it back, try to get it back, try to get it back. You see Scotty and Rockstar go up. I knew that, but I had to get this computer back up. Sorry, guys. Scotty and Rockstar go up by Angela's hand. And these guys are just sitting there listening to somebody tell you, don't worry about it. I got you. And I just think she's trying to be herself. That's her thing. I'm trying to be myself. I'm trying to be myself. The problem is, is that really somebody being themselves in this game usually gets you kicked out. I will say this. The only person that I know of that had played this game that really played who they were, were pro- was probably Jordan. They get, they get as far as they did. I mean, most people just go home. I mean, you really, the reality of who we are probably is not that great when you put 12 of us together. So you've got to kind of play something different. Or the worst of you comes out. That's not really who you are. Or you're a liar, or you're a cheater in the house, or you're manipulative in the house. Look, Dr. Will, I'm sure, is a great guy. I'm a big fan of his. Do I think that he is the way that he was in the house, you know, 20 seasons ago? No, of course not. But that's a part. That's a role he plays. That's something that he did in that house, and that's something that he does for us. Probably in reality, he's probably a very nice guy that, you know, just wants to be left alone, probably. But we're all playing, they're all playing roles in this house, even if it's the worst part of their character. And Sam has continued to just be herself. And I just think that that's a problem because I think Sam as herself is just not a certain person. She's not a decisive person. We saw it in the HOH, but then when we see her break off of it, she's up and down, up and down. You know, she'll go from crying about Tyler being on the block to telling. Uh, Bailey and Haley, you guys are the only ones that I can I feel close to in the house. I mean, she's very, very off and on. And I think she believes that she's a mature grown-up in a situation where she's got people that are squabbling and she's trying to be the mature person to sort it out. But this was just the dumbest thing to do. Just remain invisible. You had a rough HOH. Nobody's really making a move to take you to a Final Four. Stay quiet. Nobody needs you to resolve this issue. You're not in danger. Remove yourself from the conversation. And I'm not saying that to be mean to her. I'm saying that because it's really the best thing she can do. But we see Scotty. We see Rockstar nonetheless become the nominees. You know, I think Scotty's been a pretty obvious target for a while. But he's done a really great job at laying low. And his HOH was a huge shot at level six. And he still kind of, now he was put on the block, but he still kind of is able to be public enemy number one. I mean, nothing this guy really can do can shake off people of his own group. We've seen Bailey want to put him up, but she didn't. I mean, we see others in the group that just don't trust him. Rockstar throws his name under the bus every opportunity she gets. I mean, Scotty is just a guy that I thought was going to come in and really play this game again. And I think he's done an okay job. But Scotty's also been against the grain a little bit unfairly for a lot of things that he's done. Now, would I compare his game to, say, Andy? I believe that game is going to start to get played by Scotty. I think we're going to see a very Andy-like game with Scotty. 
because Scotty needs anybody to believe anything that he wants to tell him to keep himself safe because Scotty has surrounded himself with all the wrong people. And I think Scotty knows this, but he continues to say the only people that I can rely on are the same people that are clueless every time the boat comes along. But Scotty becomes a really obvious choice here. Because Angela obviously wants to backdoor Bailey. That's been her plan all along. But Scotty just seems like a really nice second-place finish if she can't get Bailey. I think it probably would have ended up being Bailey and Rockstar together, or Bailey and uh, Scotty together on that block, and I think she would have taken either one, obviously wanting Bailey out. But he's taking heat for votes. He's having a hard time finding anyone who will trust him. I don't know that Scotty is in a power position right now, and that's why I said I think that Scotty, if he survives somehow this week, and obviously he will, I believe, with Haley being the HOH. Scotty has to now an HOH. He needs an HOH. Because Haley's HOH right now will be very pivotal, very pivotal to where the this season ends up as you get into the final six and final four. Because this is going to be the HOH that takes a huge shot just like Scotty's did. Scotty's shook the level six. Haley's will crumble the level six. It's just inevitable. Unless we see Haley do something really dumb like put JC and Scotty up. But I think that she is smart enough at this point, and I think that she has woke herself into the game a little bit with winning the hacker competition. Now, I did not expect Haley to win this hacker competition. But she wins it. She actually does something that says, I'm a gamer. She gets in here. She wants to win it, and she wants to shake the house up. Now, the things that come as a result of it, this Pandora's box of hacker comp, will come later as we talk about it. But Haley, credit where credit's due. Haley wants in this game. She's decided it's time to play. I'm seeing people go home. I'm not even on the inner circle. All of my alliance members seem to be disappearing. I feel like there's something going on, and it has something to do with Tyler. Bing, bing, bing. Haley is the first person on that side of the house to really nail it down. And I thought with everything in my body it was going to be Bailey to figure it out. I didn't think it would take this long. I mean, that's rough. This has been a long time. And the fact that we're still kind of wandering around trying to figure out, and even when she put up Tyler and this hacker comp that she wins, she replaces Scotty with Tyler. There's still this thought that they just think Tyler is this guy in this gray area playing both sides of the house. And and he is playing both sides of the house. But he's not playing both sides of the house against each other. He's playing both sides of the house as if I'm on one side and I'm playing the other. In her mind, he is messing with both sides, which is not truly the case. But it's close enough. It's a dart that's close enough to the bullseye to just about hang Tyler. And Haley, now being HOH, you tie that together with the hacker comp, I think Haley's going to begin to figure everything out that she needs to figure out. 
And at these nominees, or this nominee change with a hacker wins and Scotty comes down, Tyler goes up, the house is a little shocked. But Haley sees her and, you know, Tyler is a threat. It's a great move for her. Tyler is the biggest threat in this game. Tyler wins this game if you take him to a Final Four. You do not want to be in a Final Two with Tyler. Because the likelihood of you being in a Final Two with Tyler is that Tyler has won the final HOH and taken you. This is how good Tyler's been this season. This target on Tyler was a huge, huge growth spurt on his back this week. With the ending of Angela's HOH. And who thought that at the end of Angela's HOH, the biggest person to take the the hugest hit would be Tyler. Now, we know that Tyler will live another week because I think Tyler's smart enough to use that app that he's got, the cloud app, it's going to help him out. But I think he's got to go ahead and run into the diary room tonight and let him know I am enacting my application for safety. <laughs> I would not wait. I would not pass go. I would not wait for Hacker. I would not wait for anything. I certainly can't wait for nominations. I think he has to use it before nominations. You guys can tweet me, I'm sure, and let me know I'm wrong. You love to do that, Twitter. That's okay. I'm wrong a lot. But he's got to run in there tonight and tell him, hey, I mean, wake up whoever the whoever takes the notes Wake them up. I don't care if they're in a hammock taking a nap. I don't care if they're at home. Get me a cell phone. I want to tell them personally I am using my app. And I think Tyler, of course, will do that. But this hacker app absolutely became an explosion all over him. And it became very apparent that Haley also exposes herself. Because as we see and move... And to the POV, we see this crazy POV go down. And it was one of the weirdest POVs. But it was great to see Mr. Pictacular. And I want to speak a minute on the underrated player that is Jesse Gaudez. I think he's an underrated player. I get a lot of crap for that. You guys can tweet me. Let me know what you think. But listen, we saw the guy in Season 10. When he left in Season 10, that was a great season with the coup d'etat. I didn't like the end of Season 10. I don't think Jordan's a great winner. You guys know this. I keep saying that. Not that Natalie was going to be a better one. I think Kevin was probably going to be the person. Probably would, at the end, I probably would have liked to have seen Kevin win season 11, honestly. Um, I think he played a really balanced game. Laid low and kind of did the whole I'm good with everybody uh, situation. But we saw when Jesse left in season 10, remember Lydia crying and people being upset and uh, Natalie crying and all that stuff, right? This ego egomaniac, this guy who was really, really good in comps. And had some HOHs. And I thought, Jesse, you know, I don't, I, I don't think, and he's a follower. I think he's a listener. Hey, Jesse, if you're out there, thank you for following and retweeting and things like that. But I don't know that he's really that kind of guy. You know, I think, again, that's a character he portrays. Maybe he is. I don't know. But 
I thought he was good for the game. I thought he was good for the show. A lot of people hated him. Then he comes back in season uh, 11. We see the same thing. Oh, we're Lydia Cruz in season 11. Sorry. But we saw him in season 10 as well where people were upset that he was leaving in season 10. Look, if you can manipulate that many people to be upset when you're voted out, you're playing something right. Jesse is extremely underrated. I wouldn't put him in my top ten or anything like that. But I, a lot of people cast him off. I think he's a really good player. People hate his personality, that whole Mr. Pictacular ego thing he's got. But I would be, I would be happy to debate peacefully in a kind way with anyone who thinks that Jesse was an awful player. Because I think Jesse was actually a decent player. I think he was a good player. I think he's very underrated. But it was great to see him because he does some things that crack me up. I don't know if you guys remember when he came back for the Pandora's Box. I think it was like season 12. We came back for the Pandora's Box. And I think, um, I don't remember if it was something that maybe like Rachel opened. Maybe it was season 13. She opens a Pandora's Box and he's, I think her punishment or whatever was that he was going to put her through a diet program. It's hilarious. I mean, the guy, I mean, for what he does, it's funny. It's funny. It makes me laugh. I don't know what it is. It cracks me up. But anyway, good to see Mr. Pectacular in this POV hosting it. We see, of course, Rockstar go out really soon. Big surprise. I mean, we've had a lot of waste of people on this show. I mean, and I don't say that as if they are wasted human human beings. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that, you know, we have people that are just lammers. And we have to understand that Rockstar is somebody who is so lame that it's going to be so sad if this person keeps going through and gets through the end of the jury and somebody takes her to the final. It's just good. I mean, I'm all about that. Believe me, I'm dragging her to the final. But it's hard to want to see her at the end. Because everything that she does, she's out first, everything's unfair, the universe is unfair to her, the first words out of her mouth every time somebody wins HOH or makes a nominee, why can't it be Brett? She was obsessed with the bros. I mean, it's just, it's a point was, you know, it's just aggravating to watch somebody who's just really not really putting up forth the, the big effort to be there. Maybe she just can't, who knows, maybe she's not capable, of, I don't know. Maybe she really wants to try harder than she does, I, I don't know. But we see her go down early, early in POV. She doesn't even fight for herself. That's not surprising. I'm sure she expected somebody to use it on her and, you know, whatnot. But what a great POV. I mean, that was a POV between Scotty and Tyler. That POV was one of the best we've seen in a very, very, very long time. That was a lot of fun to watch. And we've always said we think Scotty's a gamer. I think we put it back on the map, uh, you know, with that POV. Definitely puts himself on the map as somebody who can play. We've seen him do it in other competitions. Scotty's not dead yet. He's probably going to go on the block. But don't be surprised. Oh, well, he won't go on the block. I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm thinking. He's going to stay up the block this week. We need him to win HOH next week. Sorry. <laughs> But Scotty is somebody that is a player. He's safe this week, I believe, with Haley. I mean, shoot, he could end up on the block with, you know, that he's got nobody really for him, nobody really pulling for him. I would say that Scotty is that player that's playing very much by himself. Despite all these alliances he puts together, 
I just think Scotty can never get over the hump. I think he's really playing against the grain. And it reminds me a little bit of when we had Frank play in season, I think it was 14, where, you know, Frank just kept trying to win these competitions. And no doubt did Frank have probably not the best social game that season. And we saw how bad it was when they got to come back, which was very disappointing. I really liked Frank. But we kind of saw this survival mode. He's on his own. He's trying to win these comps. And I think that we're going to start seeing that come down a little bit with Scotty. And I think Scotty's going to have to be a lone wolf, and he's going to have to start surviving a lot of these competitions and winning POVs and winning HOHs to kind of stay in this thing. Because I really don't think that anybody who surrounds himself is going to help him. And I really don't think that he's going to be able to stay off the block unless he's getting himself off the block. But we see him fight like hell for this POV. I loved it. Love seeing Tyler fight for it. But level six just has the numbers. But not enough for Scotty. But he still couldn't pull it out. And Tyler just shows why he's the best at comps. Now, we watch Tyler win this POV. The cloud of blankness goes over everyone's heads for the most part that Tyler's a beast in this game. Good for Tyler saving himself. Will be good for Tyler. No, Tyler is a threat. And Haley put the stamp on it this week. Tyler needed to stay safe. And what happens? Angela. Angela decides to. And why Scotty? Would he, and the one thing I will say, I don't understand why Scotty's given up $5,000 for a POV that Tyler's going to take from you. Are you kidding me? Were you really considering? That's one thing I will slap Scotty in the face for that made me wonder why he even thought this guy was good enough is the fact that he's willing to give up $5,000 for a POV that he's going to have taken away from him immediately by Tyler. Tyler's on the block. He's the last person to win. He's going to take it from you. But Angela pleads. Angela begs. I just think simply you just look at Scotty and say, Scotty, keep the 5000 By God, if I take this, if you take it from me, Tyler's going to take it from you. You're going to give me five grand. Why would you give me five grand? And even worse on Angela, take the five grand. Because, you know, Tyler's going to take the POV. It's just like, what is going on here? These POVs have been some of the most messed up situations of any season I've seen, where people are winning POVs that don't need to win them, and they're fighting for them for no reason whatsoever. And then people are willing to give up $5,000 to not have anything. I mean, it's just it's absurd. So weird that Angela wins it. You know, when you hear the the spoiler, Angela won POV, you're like, yes, gamer. Nope. Nope. She had so many people in her alliance that were working with her. It was inevitable that people were going to either leave it to her or get themselves off in Tyler's situation or somebody was going to use it to get Tyler off. The only way that that changes at all is if Scotty probably wins that POV. But don't be surprised if Scotty doesn't save Tyler. 
Donner's done a really good job at making himself look very, very sad and innocent in a lot of ways. But again, I think that's all over with. But they try to hide the Level 6 alliance and that whole exchange by her begging Tyler not to take it from her that she But, I mean, why, Angela? What, what does it matter? Congratulations, Tyler. You're going to do with it exactly what I was going to do with it. And good on Tyler to trust her, but at the same time, you don't know. You don't know if you can trust Angela. By the way, she did hear that you supposedly wanted to put her up and backdoor and that comes into play later again in this week, as we saw tonight. But what's it matter? The hacker took my HOH. Just give me this one. No, win another HOH. Or better yet, win the BOV. That just was a really dumb display. And the trust that Tyler had in Angela in front of the entire house, like, I get that they're trying to hide the level six alliance, but it just looked worse at the fact that he trusted her to, to take him off the block instead of just saying, you know what, I don't trust anybody in this house, Angela. I'm sorry, I want the POV. It's just ass backwards from what all these people sometimes want. I wanted to hide the level six alliance. Well, you did a really fantastic job by convincing Tyler to trust you. Instead of just giving Tyler the POV and getting it done the same way with nobody having any suspicion whatsoever. Fantastic. Well done. So Angela, of course, takes down Tyler, replaces Tyler with Bailey. And I got to be honest, it was a pretty epic POV speech, but it was really, really, a really, really idiotic POV speech because. Assuming that Bailey is the hacker, which you don't really know, you've just convinced yourself that she is, right? Why are you even using that as a reason? My reason would be you have a very powerful app. And if I win or anybody that I work with or that I trust wins HOH, you have the power to change their nominees. That's a power I can't have in this house. That's a threat I can't be around. And I'm sorry that Rachel blew you out and told everybody about it. it. It sucks for you. But the truth of the matter is that the truth is out. And me having that power in this house is extremely too dangerous for me. My plan was to get rid of you from the day that I heard about this app. You are the person that I want to get rid of. And I'm sorry if I misled you. I'm sorry that we had those talks and, you know, maybe I made you feel comfortable but part of that was to get you to not use that app because I'm scared of it. And so I've got to have – that's how you jury manage. That's how you give somebody credit for being too strong. You're too strong. I've got to get rid of you. We see that happen all the time, and it's an ego stroke. And it might have let Bailey in some way, shape, or form keep her cool a little bit longer because we've seen some really good – Interesting moves from Bailey, but we've seen an extreme Bailey. We've seen a pouting Bailey, a, a, a Bailey who gets angry and demands people to do what she wants them to do. We've seen that Bailey HOH. We've seen that run of terror. We've seen her tell people to shut up when they're talking, yelling at people, 
Bailey just had to be cool. And Angela should have just kept it simple. You've got an app you've got an app that's too powerful, I can't keep around here. I think Bailey actually would have respected that. And she would have said, I can't I hate Rachel for 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 ratting me out. We always say when you're on the block, when you're against someone else, be quiet. Because it's somebody's going to explode. And if you can make that person that's sitting next to you explode, more power to you. It's an absolute advantage. We see it every single season, almost every week, that somebody on the block explodes from the pressure and they get themselves in trouble, and that's what Bailey was going to do from the start. And I don't get the nominees that think that getting upset and getting on their anger out and exploding on people is going to make anyone change their mind about them. If anything, it's going to make it worse. We saw the votes tonight. Bailey got one vote to keep her in the house. One. Part of Tyler's whole thing has been for people to feel feel sorry for him. For people to kind of think that Tyler's this guy fighting on his own, he's a lone wolf, and he's been playing that other side of the house very well, playing that role. And with this whole app thing, all that explodes. Because I think it becomes relatively obvious that there is an alliance there and that there was something going on against Bailey. You'd think. Don't put it past the other side of the house to completely miss that. But we see it happen. And then we see Haley break down. I'm the hacker. I can't take this pressure of being the hacker. I will, you know what? I will take the pressure of being the hacker because I think it's awesome to do that, let somebody else take the heat for it, and let them go home. Hallelujah. Give it to them. Bye. And I get that she liked Bailey and her and Bailey were friends and all that, but this is a game where only one person is winning this. And at that point, Bailey is so deep. Bailey has gotten herself so deep by having the house meeting, well, before the house meeting, but going off on Tyler, having these fights, this, all this stuff going on where Haley wants to admit that she's, a, I guess it was the house meeting, Haley wants to admit that she's a hacker and all this other stuff, and Bailey's going to blow up on Tyler. Over what? Over him talking about supposedly sending Angela home in a, in, a, in, a, in a backdoor move, which, remind you, never came to fruition that Tyler, if he was going to backdoor Angela, never did it. He never used the power of veto to backdoor her, which gives him more credibility in his story towards Angela. If I was going to do that and I would talk to her about it, why wouldn't I do it? Here's another mistake I think that Bailey makes, and I think it's another mistake that Haley makes as well. If you're going to have this meeting and you're going to rat yourself out, which was the dumbest thing to do, I guess it will wash out because she's HOH, but at the time not the smartest thing to do. Then Bailey and Haley should have sat in a room. Haley and Haley. <laughs> There's so many Lees, Casey's, JC's, Bailey's, Haley's. They should have sat in a room and said, look, Let's 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 doctor up a story 
that Tyler came and told us about Angela, you know, about how she was competitive and all this other stuff, and that, you know, he was he wanted to he was talking about when would be the right time to backdoor. Maybe it's not this week. Whatever, make up a, a completely great story, share it with other people in your alliance. Say, you know, just play along with it. And give Angela more detail than they've given her, which is he came and asked if we use the veto, will we put you up? Or, 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 or could we put you up if he uses the veto? All right, well, that story's been told. Angela's not buying it. Give her something more, even if it's just a lie. Give her something more. Survive. Survive advance. Survive advance. What do you need to do to get to next week? It didn't matter at this point because they'd waited so long to make that move that even if they'd have done that, Tyler's already off the block. I mean, what's it going to matter? Bailey flips out, telling people to shut up. And Tyler gets to play this sorry victim again that's getting blamed for the wrong things. And Not that he's been that way before, but he has kind of played this lone wolf. And you know what? All Haley and Bailey actually accomplished was getting Tyler a back rub for Angela. That's all they accomplished. Nothing moved a needle for them in, in any way whatsoever. But they could have thrown doubt on Tyler going forward by concocting a story that was believable in a conversation that they all had. Maybe even said, hey, Fessy was in there. Fessy came in there. He was in there when we were talking about it. And let Tyler kind of throw a little fit over, no, he wasn't, and then go ask Fessel if he was in there. Now, do we think Fessy can lie well? We don't know because we don't know what Fessy does well. Besides, be, be absolutely shocked by every vote that this House has this week and every week before. So Fessy's being clueless is the best thing he does. Bailey is so angry in that argument, she is bleeding. She has bitten her tongue. You've got to be really angry to bite your tongue half off yelling at someone. And she really loses her cool. And I don't know that if she doesn't really lose her cool just for being blamed for something she didn't do and then having the ability to justify that, that she was not lying, that she didn't have that out. But it didn't matter. And if... Angela had handled that POV correctly and said, it's the app that scares me. We may not even have this blow-up. Thank God we did because it makes it worth every week when we see a blow-up. But Bailey has been a disaster. And if you guys don't believe that she's been a disaster, I just want, I just want you guys to hear words that she says to people. The things that ruined her, not only jury management if she'd have made it farther, but ruined her HOH and did make her scary to a lot of people. And that's a reference to her comment as she's walking out the door. And I don't think it was a comment which was, you guys can hug me, I'm not, the, I'm not an angry black woman. Now, we don't get into the politics and all that stuff here. That's not what we do. We're not here to, to go TMZ. But I don't know that it was a shot at them in a racist way, 
I think maybe in a way that she recognized that she was acting crazy. Because at the end, she did seem to be a lot calmer. But during that situation, she's a disaster. And the things that she says, she says to Scotty, here's my spill to you. You're freaking crazy. You do a lot of weird stuff. I need you to be like Team Bay. If I find out you flipped tonight and didn't tell me, I will literally find you and likely and like literally cut you up into pieces, gut you from the inside out, and I will lay your intestines out, okay? That's quote. That is quote. I don't have a real problem with that. I don't have a problem with the bully strategy. Very little issue with the bully strategy. All's fair in this game, for the most part. But these are things that you're saying to people and then getting mad that these people are going to vote you out. She said to Fess, she said to Fessy, you can stop all your freaking panicking and running around and being Team JC. You are Team Bailey and Haley. Your loyalty is only to us. And I swear to God, if you keep sticking your neck out for that crazy little, I'm done. And as he goes to say something, she says, if you keep sticking your neck out for that crazy little Tasmanian devil over me and Haley, we will literally step on you. Okay. Again, that's somebody who has no cognitive reasoning, no real reality of what they're saying to another person. That's somebody that has gone over the edge and playing this game, and all the pressure's gotten to them, and everything that they need from somebody else is absolutely 100% over the top. Is this, is this jury management? Is this, is this somebody who is playing a great game? Of course not. This is awful. Again, I'm okay with the bullying. That's a style of game. That's a style of play. I don't ever really have an issue with the bullying. I think it's an asshole thing to do. I mean, we saw it with Josh, where Josh went to bang pots and pans and all that stuff. We saw it with Evil Dick. You can laugh all you want about those people playing the game and how they played it, and you can say, oh, that was kind of funny. I saw people thought, think that the Josh pots and the pans in your face thing was funny. It's, it's, it's not. It's a game strategy, and I give it the credit for being a game strategy. But if you're in that house, and people are using words like this to talk to you about your vote and the way you play, or somebody smashing pots and pans. You. I get that, that, but those things don't really win you favors from people. In Josh's case, he does win. But in Bailey's case, when she's talking to like this to her own alliance, it's a whole other story. And it's just not going to give you an end game. Bailey never gave herself an end game. There was no plan. You wanted loyalty from people, but people didn't give it back to you. And so it's no surprise that Bailey walks out the door, and a lot of it from her own her own alliance. People thought, I, I really can't deal with it. But. Her side is completely blind, and those guys that are on her team that are working with her 
are so loosey-goosey and so unsure. The level six cats are going to run through this house. They already have. But things are going to change now. And like we said, Fess, honestly, this is the second week that Fess hasn't really had a blind side. How credible is that? This is the second time in this whole season he hasn't been blindsided. Congratulations, Fessy. You're back in the game this week. Congratulations. Guys, we got to take a quick Morty's commercial. When we come back, we're going to finish up with the eviction and what we think is going to happen next week. Stay tuned. It's the BB After Show. It's summertime again, which can only mean one thing. Big Brother coverage is back at Morty's TV. Morty's TV is the website that's been covering Big Brother USA since 2000. And now Morty's coverage is on Facebook and Twitter. So check out our links at mortystv.com slash bb or tvfanforums.com. Um, 
but it's going to be a discussion, of course. But I do think that, you know, the Julie exit with her, with Swaggy and seeing her family. I, look, I don't understand the Swaggy C thing. I, 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 listen, I don't know. I don't trust anybody who wears clothing with their name on it if they're not famous, even if you're famous. I think it has a great amount of tacky, okay? I'm sure Sean Puppy Combs wears his own clothes, although I hear that's not even his name now. I'm sure that these famous people with clothing labels, Jennifer Lopez probably wears Jennifer Lopez products, I am sure. I don't know that Jennifer Lopez would wear, maybe she would, maybe she wear, would wear a shirt that's got her picture on it. I don't know. But I think that the whole thing with Swaggy C, there's a lot of immaturity. I'll be honest with you. As, as Oh, man. You know, part of me wonders, do you want to be in a relationship with Bailey? I mean, she is beautiful. And you know what? When she originally came to the house, I thought she was one of the, she was going to be one of the better players. But then you got him. I don't know. That's a, I mean, that could be a reality show. CBS, you've got a reality show in your hands. Swaggy and Bailey. Forever in love. I don't know, because that is a weird, that's just a weird situation with him and his clothing. I mean, I saw a little bit of, <clears throat> I saw it, but, you know, I kind of, eh, I don't pay much attention to him going to visit her parents. I mean, that's more of a social thing outside the house, and, and I'm concentrating on the game at that point. But I can't imagine, I mean, I, you know, I can't imagine that uh, parents are crazy. I don't know. What am I saying? If you hung out with me, you'd probably say, how did your wife's parents ever like you? But the fact of the matter is it's just a really interesting relationship. We'll leave it at that. But I thought the really the reaction she had and everything was really kind of adorable. I mean, that's the best way I can say it. Uh, obviously, they have strong feelings for each other. That's fantastic. You guys got your showmance. Unfortunately, you didn't get to see it, which kind of makes me feel good that you didn't because that means I would have had to suffer through it. But you got your showmance out of this. Who knows? Maybe Bailey and Swaggy C end up being the the Jordan and Jeff of Big Brother 20. There's rumors she's pregnant. Who knows? I don't know. I don't follow that much, but I do. I just don't want to admit it. But that's the rumor. Anyway, she kind of got the eviction or the – Goodbye messages. Um, Angela's, I think, was a little fake. She tried to do some jury management after we just discussed that nobody's doing jury management this season. I just think it was a little too late. I don't see Bailey really voting for Angela in the final if she gets there. Um, But I want to tell you guys, don't be surprised. And I say don't be surprised if. That's usually where I'm closing the show. Obviously, don't be surprised if Tyler uses his app. He's going to run in there tonight. He should put his voice down and say, I'm going to take it. Obviously, Haley and the rest of them, he's done a fantastic job of keeping that app very under wraps, even with his own alliance. I think it's going to be exposed this week at some point. But I'm not sure that we're going to see Haley do what we think she's going to do. I don't think that Tyler's going to go up, and I don't know that Brett's going to go up. I think the smart thing for her to do is obviously put Brett – I mean, if the app comes out, right, and she's about to make nominees, Tyler and Brett's probably the obvious ones that she would put up. She might even put Tyler and Angela. 
you're going to put the two most competitive people that are not going to give up the POV for each other on the block, right? But you've got a hacker comp involved, which they may not know about, but you've got the hacker comp and you've got the POV and you've got another app that's floating out there. And it's amazing to me that nobody has figured out that there's still another app that is floating out there that somebody has won and nobody has really talked about who's got this app. Of course, we know that it's Tyler. This keeps him safe. I'm sure that if she tries to put Tyler up at nominations, it will be revealed that Tyler can't go up, that he's using his app, or he's already used his app, um, and engaged it. I mean, the obvious plan would be to backdoor Tyler. But you're at a point now where the numbers are so low, where Tyler's odds, even if he doesn't go up, and let's say that he doesn't use the app, are very good that he's in the POV. I think without this app in play, and without the hacker in play, you do go ahead and put Tyler and Angela or Tyler and Brett against each other. And you do lessen his, lessen his opportunity to win the POV because that other player needs it as bad as he does to stay in the game. But what we're probably going to see Haley do, <sighs> JC, um, I don't think she puts up Sam, but maybe JC and Casey, something weird like that with the plan to the hacker to make a move. And I, I just, I don't know. I don't know that what you're going to see Haley do is what you think she's going to do. She seems to be erratic for the things that she's knowledgeable about. I could see some reports on Twitter already saying that she's going to put up some weaker stuff. Thank you, Renee. Shout out to you. I just saw that. So it kind of backs up what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that maybe she's going to go for two weaker players, as, as Renee's saying on Twitter, and probably trying to backdoor someone or whatnot. But this hacker's in play. Don't think that Tyler and Brett and all those guys are going to try to win that hacker part of it. Don't think that they're going to try to win the POV part of it. Haley's smart to just go ahead and do what she wants to do. Let the app play out if it's going to play out because it's going to matter. Either It's going to be in play regardless, right? Because Tyler's going to go in there and say it. I need to use it. Maybe Tyler doesn't have it in her mind and somebody else has it and it won't matter if she doesn't put them up and they're safe that they won't use it anyway. But it seems like Tyler's app has been kind of forgotten about. But level six, and we keep saying this, level six has downgraded to level four for a final four. But it's very, very possible that Haley's HOH changes the entire season. Because let's say that by some miracle, Rockstar, what am I saying? God, guys, I'm a slipped up. What if Faisal, God, that's almost a slip up as well. But what if Rockstar and Faisal, let's just say Rockstar and Faisal win the hacker. Let's just say they do. Okay, they leave nominees the same. You put up Tyler, you put up Brett. You put up Tyler, you put up Angela. And the competition with Tyler to win the POV, maybe Angela is a stronger competitor than Brett, but you put him up against somebody that's going to keep him down. 
that's not going to give it up to them, that's not going to let them have it, they're going to fight them tooth and nail for it. Angela's probably the, probably the person that's going to fight tooth and nail for that, for that POV. And you just hope that Angela's going to pick it up if you're Haley. This is an HOH where you almost have to just put it out there what you want to do, and if you get somebody, you get them. Hopefully you get the person that's your target, which is obviously going to be Tyler. She wants Tyler gone. There's no doubt about it. Nothing's going to change. The problem for Haley, watch your foot. Yeah, watch your foot, Scotty and JC. Up. Don't be surprised. But don't be surprised if we see level six take a huge hit this week, obviously, and we see the level six guys and girls begin to try to flander around finding their own way. This is going to be a huge hit somewhere, somehow, to level six. Whether it be Angela going home, Brett going home, Tyler going home, it's logical that one of them will go. And that final four is ruined. But the problem for Haley is is that we always talk about HOH being used as a position of power. Trying to find your end game in that HOH, trying to find that next couple of weeks to survive. What deals are available to me? Now she's got Fessy that's kind of riding on the backpack. She's got Rockstar who's worthless to her in this game so far. Where does somebody like Haley really go? Well, you've got Scotty. Because Scotty is really on his own. Mend your bridge with Scotty. Okay? Make it all right with Scotty. Heal it with Scotty. But you're going to go and have to pull Sam. And you're going to have to find a way to pull JC. And you're going to have to look at Sam and JC, and you're going to have to say, I'm telling you, as the sun rises in the morning and, and sets at night, that there's an alliance in this house. And it involves Angela, it involves Tyler, it involves Brett, and I guarantee you it involves somebody else. Because it's already there. It's spelled on the wall. It's, it's, it's out. This is out. We, it's there. It's not rocket science. And Haley was so close to figuring this thing out with, the, with the putting up Tyler. She's so close to figuring it out. Can she finally put it to bed this week? Can she have that HOH room, sit in that HOH room, talk to Scotty and talk to talk – to, Scotty and uh, Rockstar, who's going to say Brett's Antichrist, but can she sit in that room and figure this out? Look at that POV move. Look at the trust that Tyler put in Angela. Look at the bros and where the bros have separated. So where is Brett now? And why does Brett seem to have a lot of safety when Tyler's around? Why is Tyler always in the middle of everything? This will be an HOH where I really don't think Tyler's going to have a lot to say, right? Because we've seen him in HOHs getting up in that room and making his speeches and throwing names around and I don't know, you know, this or that. He won't have that opportunity with Haley. This is the seed, This is the week, this is the seed that's planted this week that changes, I think, the rest of the game. Hacker, POV, no matter what it is. Because somebody, I believe, in that final four, that level four, final four, is out, and it's not KC because she's not a threat, and nobody knows, and nobody even thinks that she's probably in an alliance. But if they start thinking about how votes went, and what if 
what if Tyler was protecting Angela? What if he was saying, if Angela goes up, would Angela go up if I use it, then I better not use it. If they can actually think this through, <laughs> baby steps. I mean, it's like painting in colors or painting in numbers here. You've got to hope that they're going to figure this out at some point and say, Tyler and Angela are obviously working together. One of let's take let's take Tyler and let's take Angela and put them up. And when Tyler's app gets used, then you move in on Brett because somewhere you're taking a leg out from Tyler somewhere. But this is the part of the game where we're at ten people. Yep, I'm counting, in case you don't believe me. Ten, ten people. This is the part of the game where injury, where things just don't work the way that they're supposed to sometimes. And Brett, Tyler, Angela, yes, get close together, but this one HOH could actually knock one of your legs out. And your final four is done. It's fried. And is Haley the type of person that's going to, hey, let's just clear the air, Angela, if you want to work in a in a group with me. Now, it would be smart for Haley to do that. It would be smart for Haley to clear things out and say, you know what, I know that Tyler's a problem for me, Brett and Angela. Who's somebody I can get to work with me and Scotty, JC and Sam? Who can I pull over? Talk to them. Haley, you've got to talk. You've got to do more than Bailey and Sam did in their HOHs. You've got to talk and create your end game. Who are you going to the Final Four with, and how are you going to get there? Of course, Fessy's going to come with her. Of course, Scotty's going to come with her. And God forbid she's going to make a Final Four rock star. It's already something that we've already foreseen. Let's hope that she does something different here and makes an effort to build something somewhere else. I will keep you safe but I want to go to a, I want you to take me to final four. Say it to Angela. Because I think that Scotty, Angela and Haley are decently strong. Not incredibly strong and not as strong as Tyler, but maybe if you throw Sam in that group, they become a little bit stronger. JC is not going to help you anywhere. He hasn't done much this season. It's fair to assume that past behavior is an indicator of future behavior. Learn that as you live and grow, folks, because it is mostly going to be true. So it's time for Haley to kind of reevaluate where she is in the game, and they all need to, every one of them. But the Tyler gray area player era is over. Where I think that Scotty's going to be fighting for his own very soon, I think Tyler's going to be fighting for his own very soon, because once that app is used... There's no telling what his own group is going to say about we've got to maybe get rid of Tyler here. If you're Angela, do you want to go to the end with Tyler? If you're Brett, do you want to go to the end with Angela or Tyler? No, you want to go to like a final six, but you've got to dump them before you get to the final four because you're in trouble. If you're Sam, if you're Scotty, if you're – God forbid that Rockstar gets dragged to the end kicking and screaming. You've got to get rid of these guys. They're, they're not going to walk off and just give you the win. It's been an incredible 
really interesting season so far. And I'm hoping that this is going to really blow things up. Now, again, I don't know how I feel I, about this hacker comp. I think it's uh, too much. I think jury week, it need, these are jury weeks. No more twists in jury weeks. They just need to let them play. But there's a mistake that level six has made, and that's not making a solid bond with Sam. And Sam has told Haley, you and Bailey are the only people I feel close to in this house. Because the only time that level six wants to have anything to do with Sam is when it comes to vote time. She's played along, but we need to get rid of this whole everybody needs to be happy routine that Sam tries to pull off and quit being herself and be the person that was in that HOH and say, I need to be a little bit more calculated about the finishing move here. We're in the middle of the game. I need to figure out what my middle and end is. Sam's middle and end is to get a locked final four with somebody, three other people, it doesn't matter who they are. JC needs to do the same thing. And I told you guys, JC was going to be an under-the-radar player. Because of it, and it's awful to say, but because of his stature. People don't look at JC the same way as they look at Brett. And, I mean, that sounds horrible, but it's just what people do. Sue us. We do weird things. They're not always right and they're not always justified. But they're weird things. And the fact of the matter is that J.C. stature makes him a very under-the-radar player. And don't be surprised if J.C.'s not kicking and is not dragged to a Final Four. And it's going to be because people think they can beat him. So this week, I think we see Haley make her nominees with the intention of getting Tyler. No surprise there, Sam. Duh. But what's going to really happen is when Tyler uses that app, does Haley, and I think she will, try to take out either Angela or Brett in that situation. And if she's successful, and I think she will be, that's going to really hurt this Final Four for them. And we're going to see a lot of people start scattering at this point. Because once that core, that core four is damaged in the level six group, they're going to be limping and they're going to know they're going to have to make a move. The one person that's going to really struggle with making that move and finding someone solid is going to be Tyler. Because no one's going to want to take Tyler to a Final Four. They may agree to it, but they've got to get rid of him before they hit that Final Four. Tyler is in a really bad situation because he's won these comps, because he's been in the HOH, because he's been involved. If he had not won these POVs that he didn't need to win, he would not be in this trouble. But we talked about this and we said it. You guys talk about it on Twitter. Slow down, Tyler. You're too competitive. You're looking too tasty to people as this game starts to close. The target's growing. And Tyler is going to have a really hard time finding a Final Four that's going to stick with him if he loses the people he has. Casey has to realize, I can't go to a Final Four with Tyler. It's time for Casey to play. It's time for JC to play. It's time for Sam to play. The numbers are small enough. Now, I'm a believer that in this game, you let numbers dwindle before you start showing any of your cards. You can get into your alliances. You can play it cool. You can play the Casey role. You you can do that. You can be laying low and being good until that middle game you begin to open up and you begin to do the things that you have to do. 
You begin to cut the people you need to cut. You, believe you need to vote the way that you need to vote to further your, uh, yourself in this game without taking people that are stronger than you. It's the time where you start using the meat shield, start using your Brett, start using your Tylers to block you to getting to a middle-to-end game. Let these guys go home. Cut that alliance. Play along with them all you need to. But it's going to be time for these guys to start making bold moves. And these players like Angela, Tyler, and, and Brett, Brett, whether or not you want to believe it, pretty strong social game in my opinion. He seems to be likable. Except for Rockstar hates his guts. But these are, are the people you don't want to go to a Final Four with. That Final Four is the exact wrong Final Four you need it. Now, Tyler was in a perfect position before all of this exploded to be working into any Final Four he really wanted to have. Tyler could have worked with Haley. He could have worked with Bailey. He could have worked with several people at this point. He could have worked with JC. He could have worked with JC and Fessy and Sam. He could have had any Final Four he wanted to. But I think he's too dangerous now. And that POV showed everybody how dangerous he is. The I'm a lone wolf and I'm just trying to survive guy is, is exposed. That Bailey fight, whether or not he handled it well, it is an exposure. Haley putting him up on the block in the hacker, it's an exposure. Tyler is going to have to be a lot more on his feet. He'll survive this week for the app. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't go in that room and, and claim the app, he's just the dumbest person on the planet, but I don't think he is. But this game is going to shake out after this week. You're going to want to tune out of preseason next week and write your local. Of course, now, if you have the CBS app, people ask all the time, how do I watch this during the preseason? If you want to watch it during the preseason, you get the CBS app, pay the $5, and finish out the season, and the season's over in a month, right? Big Brother's over, I think, some point in September, like second week, first week of September. They don't get in the way of football at that point. They know what they're doing. Football kicks off at that point, and so they're not going to compete with that. So you want to get the CBS app, pay your $5 for the one month, enjoy all the extra things that get along with it, but you can watch – uh, Big Brother without the preseason uh, football getting in your way and blocking you out. You just turn it on when Big Brother would normally be on in your area. You just turn it on and start watching it on the app. Straight up and simple. So don't let preseason hurt your heart and bother you that you'll not be able to see Big Brother. You will be able to do it if you got the app. Now we go through laming and gaming. Laming. Bailey. She got completely played by Angela. I really don't know what Bailey's intentions were with Angela. I don't know if she was being sincere or if it just, when things fell apart, it was like, oh, you know, I tried to be there for Angela, be her buddy. Uh, her HOH didn't win friends, and she was horrible to her alliance. I mean, it just that simple. You're a lamer. You couldn't even get your alliance to really vote for you when it's time for you to go. Rockstar seems to live in the lamer category. It's not even a thing that we even need to talk about. Rockstar is somebody who thinks that the universe is working against her and it's not fair. Rockstar, you're just in the wrong place. This is not the game for you. Uh, Fessy, 
I just need him to win something. I don't care if it's a food comp. I don't care if it is a simple game of chess in the house. I just want Fessy to win something because I don't know where Fessy's end game really is here. I mean, we've seen absolutely zero from the biggest guy in the house, probably the strongest guy, and probably, honestly, with his background in football and and athletics, should probably be one of the best-conditioned guys uh, or people in the house. I think Casey would be another one. Casey plays a lot of sports. But Fessy, you got to win something. And also put Sam in the lame category. That offer to take the hacker comp, it's only dumb, but it looked like you were trying to get some power. And, you know, this whole everybody's got to be happy and we got to get along garbage is just not going to work. I need her, as we said before, to wake up a little bit and start playing this game. We've said that before. We saw a little taste of it. It went away quick. Our gamers are Angela. You can't deny it. We knew that she had a tiger deep down. It comes out this week in the HOH. I think she was a little bit too brutal. I think she comes across a little bit fake and a little catty, probably in the house. It's probably going to hurt her in jury management. But she's a winner. She's an HOH winner. Um, And we'll see her, if she's on the block, really compete for this POV. I think you'll see a very vicious Angela in this POV if she's put on the the block. Um, Haley? I like the hacker. I like that she won the hacker, and I thought what she did by putting up Tyler was actually a smart move for her. Uh, I like the fact that she kind of had Tyler a little bit figured out, not completely. Congrats to Tyler for keeping himself out of too much harm's way, but Haley kind of figures that out. I give her a lot of credit. And gamer Scotty, one hell of a POV run. Can't deny how good that was. The guy is destined again. For an HOH, and if he's, he'll survive this week, I believe, of course, with Haley. But it'll be one of those things where I could completely see Scotty picking up this HOH next week. I keep saying it. I think Scotty's got one more really good HOH in him. This would be a key one for him next week. Do not be surprised if if, if we don't see Scotty win the HOH in th- on Thursday night. Would not surprise me one bit. Uh, of course, we're going to give a little bit of a gamer tag to Tyler, although I think he's starting to slip down further and further. This game is getting exposed for him. The target's getting larger. He's won too much. He said too much. There's a lot that's going to be on him. And when they find out that Tyler has this app, this is really going to change a lot of the people's perception. Even people that are in his alliance will say, you really should have told us about that. Why didn't you tell us? And they may say, oh, it's cool, man. But deep down they're going to say, why didn't you trust me? I trusted you. I would have told you. You didn't tell me. I give JC a gamer tag for no other reason than JC is still there surviving, still doing what he's doing, and he's able to mix into a lot of different groups and get information. JC is very sneaky. Um, And I kind of give, like we said, we kind of see Scotty playing an Andy game. I will see JC definitely playing an Andy game. Um, I will up that vote for him, definitely getting into the move of exchanging secrets and talking a lot. We'll see how he does. I think that J.C.'s game is going to get ruined by the fact that I think J.C. has a little bit of an ego. We saw that with Faisal going and talking to Bailey for J.C. and kind of putting it out there that 
you know, it, JC shouldn't go up. And when Faisal told JC about it, JC kind of flipped on him and went and ratted to Bailey and all this. I mean, it was just a really stupid game move. Why Faisal's still talking to guys is beyond me. But I think JC is a very volatile personality that can go either way. And I think we haven't really seen the way that he was with about uh, Faisal with Bailey. But I think that we're going to see that happen again the moment that he knows he's a threat or a threat to go on the block. The moment that we see maybe J.C. going up in some way, shape, or form, you're going to see a really difficult J.C. that's going to throw a lot of people under the bus. I'm going to give him a gamer tag for now because he's getting information, and I think he's going to exchange that information. He's going to play that role. But I think if J.C. gets in a threat, J.C.'s going to do some really, really stupid stuff in this game. It's been a really, really fun week. Uh, again, Thursday, we'll see what happens. I'm giving Scotty an opportunity here to probably win an HOH just because I think that the level six is going to get hurt this week, and I think that's going to give Scotty a little clarity to get in there and win that HOH. I think he knows he's kind of working on his own. He's not dumb. He's a smart kid. That nomination for him hopefully will line him up for a Final Four. If you're not a Scotty fan, hopefully what it will do is it will, I don't know, seal his fate more than anything. But at this point, any HOH you're winning here is a really good one, but it's a huge target. Listen, HOHs here are going to get really random because the numbers are dwindling down. The opportunities for Faisal to win an HOH and Rockstar to win an HOH get stronger. Their competition's lower. The people who have won the HOHs have won them. They still want to win them, but they're sometimes a little bit spaced out at this point in the game. You see a lot of people that normally did nothing in the game win these HOHs at the end uh, and jury weeks. So don't be surprised if Faisal or JC or, or Rockstar pull up an HOH. I just think that Scotty has his laser beam focused a little bit. We saw it in the POV. He's destined for another one. I keep saying it, so hopefully I'll be right on that so I won't look dumb. But even if I'm not, it's going to be a really, really, really interesting week, I think, Hackers involved, POVs involved. It's a bit nuts, guys. It's going to be fun, though. Next Thursday, 11 p.m., we will work through the preseason hype. Don't worry about it. See you next Thursday, 11 p.m. Eastern, guys. Thank you for joining me. It's the BB After Show. I'm your host, Sam. Have a great night. And you know what? As I always say, be good to each other. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! Bye-bye! <laughs> Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out.
candid, unscrupulous, and unexpected. It's time for another summer of Big Brother.